The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Have you noticed that no matter how hard you try to release attachments, heal traumas, and change your life, you still feel as if you don't belong? There is a reason and a solution for this. Join award-winning actor, comedian, and best-selling author Kyle Cease and learn how to immerse yourself in a new way of being at From Lonely to Free, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Welcome to A Guided Life Podcast, where we talk about all things spirit and life. I'm your host, Laura West. Through a mix of solo and interview episodes, I want to showcase all the different ways the spirit world helps guide our daily lives, whether it's through intuition, signs, mediumship, channeling, the mystical, or the paranormal, our altruistic spirit guides and other members of our loving soul team are always there, ready, able, and willing to guide us. My guest today is Marissa Lane. Marissa is a spiritual mentor and soul navigator who uses compassion, love, and laughter while on her mission to guide high-achieving women back to their most authentic selves, or what she likes to call their true north. Hello, Marissa. Thanks so much for being here today. Hi, Laura. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. I'm so excited, too. We're finally connecting. I know we've had some reschedules in the past. Thank you for your patience. So very excited to connect with you to learn more about you. Can you share with the listener from you who Marissa is? It's a loaded question, I know. (laughs) We have all the time. (laughs) Well, I'm so many things. So I'm obviously a spiritual mentor. I'm a wife. I'm a mom, daughter, sister, all the things. I am also a psychic medium. I do all the things in the spiritual realm, but I also started my journey in this world as a hairstylist and have been doing hair for 20 years. In the last two and a half years, I've gone on my spiritual journey and worked with a shaman to unlock all of my gifts. And it happened in a really fast way. And I realized looking back at my life that I've been doing this kind of mentorship and my work behind the chair for 20 years. <laughs> yeah. So it all melts together. It's kind of wild when you look at your life a little bit. And I've realized I've always had these gifts. I was just scared to tap into them. Sure. So I'm curious. I think most people go to somebody to cut their hair. As a psychic medium, would you tap into your clients or even the people that you work with, maybe unintentionally or intentionally? What is that like being behind the chair and having this gift? Yeah. So it really came on after I had my child, Georgie, and she's now five. I would get these urges to have to tell them something. I'd have this knowing that I had to tell them. Or I would see something play out and I knew it would happen. I mean, it would happen like three months later. So that's where it would start. And then when I was working with my shaman, I was like, oh, I'll just play with this behind the chair because they've known me for 15, 20 years. So it was really fun to grow my gifts behind the chair. Bless my clients' hearts (laughs) allowed me to tap into 
either somebody that's passed or just trying to see what is the next step for them in their life. Wow. Talk about a two for one. You get like a haircut and a reading at the same time. I think that's a pretty good deal. It's funny because one of my clients, she's a CEO and she went through my Finding Your True North container and she literally texted me today and was like, oh my gosh, all this is happening. I wish I was in your chair right now so I could get guidance. Oh. <laughs> like, this me. oh my gosh, you just flipped the chair around and now you're a therapist. I know, pretty much. <laughs> so what was that like for you to put yourself out there in the mediumship way? I mean, it's one thing to have I've been a hairstylist for so long, but to take that courageous leap to say, you know, so I've been exploring this. Can I practice with you? What was that like? Terrifying. (laughs) I was so scared. I was so scared people would think I was weird or like, oh my gosh, Marissa's gone crazy. And I literally thought I was going crazy when I first started working with my shaman because I'm hearing things. Mm. Is this real? And I would experience sensations in my body. And then my grandma came through to me. And then my uncle came through to me and it was just all of these rippling effects. But when I was talking to my clients, they are so sweet and they know me so well. And they're like, yeah, of course. Yeah. This makes sense. And I was like, really? You think I'm crazy? <laughs> Girl, we're all crazy. I know, right? <laughs> Yeah, it was super terrifying because you don't know. And I remember even working with my shaman and putting it out on social media. What would my high school friend think? Or my aunts or uncles? Are they going to judge me? Are they think I'm going to weird or any of it? Yeah. You get so in your head, you live in those stories. Oh, totally. I finally just ripped the bandaid off and I was like, oh, it wasn't that scary. Well, good for you. It <laughs> is really scary. I know for me, when I started putting myself out there on social media, it was more like, are these people going to think who have known me for so long that, oh, she's full of crap because she never once mentioned anything like this in high school or anything like that. It's like, where did this come from? Is she making this up? Yeah. So I've been there for both of those things, putting yourself out there, not only to practice, but also just to put yourself out there with people who had no idea that was a part of you. Mm -hmm. Well, I think for me too, I had guarded it for so long or pushed it away and then was like, oh gosh, this is real. Totally. And even my husband... Is he going to think I want out? (laughs) I don't want to deal with her talking to dead people and all the things, you know? Yep. Oh my gosh. I feel like my story just really parallels yours in so many ways. So it sounds like your husband has been very supportive. He's still around. He's so supportive and bless his heart because he's like, I don't want you to coach me, but I love you. And I know what you're doing is helping people. And I love that for you. But he's like, I'm good. I don't need to know about it. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know about your husband, but mine was like, just don't bring any bad spirits to the house. I was like, no, (laughs) opening any portals here. (laughs) Exactly. So I've been able to talk to dead people, but I was kind of scared of it. And so I put that on the side for a little bit. And now I'm really stepped into it. And I'm coming out with a new offer actually today, this mediumship called Wisdom from the Ancestors. Mm. And I'm so excited. And I'm just ripping the bandaid off again and deep diving because it just fills my soul up so much to do and connect with the other side. Mm, It's really fantastic. And for me, same, it has not been as scary as I thought. I was also scared. So like I said, I can resonate with you on so many levels. So Marissa, would you be able to share some of your profound experiences that you've had with the other side? Oh my gosh, absolutely. Well, the first one was talking to my grandmother. 
I remember her putting her hands around my face and she's like, I'm here, Rissy. And I was just like, oh my gosh. And my uncle came through for me. He passed away at a young age. I was running one day and he came in and was like, you had to tell my boy a message. And so it was this really loving message for my cousin who never heard those words from his father. So to give that to my cousin was just everything. Such a gift. And then being with my clients, what I'm realizing with mediumship and for me is I get messages for connection, love, closure, peace, all of that. But then what I'm realizing is that they actually have a message for you in the now, which is explosive and wild and jaw dropping. One of them is one of my friends and she's getting in the spiritual realm and her father came through and her cousin came through both of them. And they were kind of fighting (laughs) over who went first (laughs) and her father gave her the closure and the love and the message. But then I was like, does he know that you have these gifts? And she was like, no, he didn't really know. And I'm like, he's so proud of you. He's like, keep going. I'm right here with you. And it ended up having this huge activation and opened her up to another level of her gifts. That's amazing. So when you say that they come through, Mm -hmm. is it for you like a claircognizance, like just a sudden knowing? Do you see them clairvoyantly? Obviously in that case, you were doing hair, but like with your grandma, were you in a meditative space? Like how does it come through for you? What does it look like? So when I'm doing my offerings now, I just do them from home over Zoom and I do like session work. I hear them very clearly. I see them and I can feel them for sure. I have all the Claire's. My biggest one is Claire audience. I can hear them very clearly and they're very blunt. And I'm always have to like soften it a little bit sometimes. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, okay. So I just ask and they come in and I scribble while I'm getting them through to see what they have to say. Another one was so cool. It was both her grandparents came through. She didn't really want to look at her relationship. And so they were guiding her to deep dive on her relationship to move it forward. But both of them didn't really want to go there. And after our session and her grandparents pushing her, (laughs) it was so wild. She came back and she was like, oh my gosh, I told him everything. Thank you so much. We are in the best place we've ever been. It moved our relationship forward in the best way possible. And I was just like, oh my gosh. So I just receive in all the realms of the Claire's. Oh, that's fantastic. I think that that's a great example of what you share that when the messages do come through from past loved ones, they're meant to be helpful and loving, right? Yes. It's not negative or bad. No, it's not negative or bad ever. People are always like, well, I don't know. I always ask for the highest and best for anybody, even though sometimes it might not feel like 
especially with this woman I was doing with her relationship and stuff. It felt uncomfortable. Yeah. She didn't want to look at it, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's one of my superpowers is to show people that actually, if you do look at this, then you can move in quantum leap your healing process or whatever you desire in your life in a faster way instead of staying on the hamster wheel and continuing to suffer or make up stories and stay stuck or whatever that looks like for somebody. So I always say to people after they go through one of my containers, I'm like, was it that scary though? And they're like, I mean, a little bit, but no, not that. No, it was, no, I'm really, I'm glad I did it. Like change their lives, whatever. So I always just try to tell people it's like for your highest and best that you can't even Mm -hmm. understand. Yeah. It's probably one of those things where it's like the messages themselves end up not being scary. It's probably just the anticipation of what those messages might be, what might get uncovered. Yeah. I had another client. She wanted to have a session and everything, but she was scared for me to find out some things that she thought was bad. I found out because Spirit told me Mm -hmm. and I was like, I don't judge you. You live your own life. There's no judgment. So I always hold a very safe, supportive, judgment-free, loving space for my clients so that they can feel vulnerable. So they can show up in their truest version of themselves because that's what me and you are here for, right? To help people remember who they really are. And how does that help the reading when they come to the reading open like that? Oh my gosh. Well, it's 10 times better. (laughs) So anybody out there, if you are going to a psychic medium or working with a spiritual mentor or whatever, the more open you are, the faster you're going to move. I've had clients that are like, oh yeah, I want to do this. And then it's like pulling teeth Mm. because they don't actually, or they think they do, but they don't. They're so closed off. And then it's hard. I'm sure you understand this to extract what's going on. Right. I mean, I do. Spirit just like has everybody's number. So I said, I've got your number today, sis. I mean, it means something that they showed up to the session. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so something's got to come through. Yeah. What about working with other beings on the other side or other entities? I have my spirit guides. I know three of them really well. My one big one, her name is Pearl. And she's like this beautiful white hair, all in like white, shining grandmother figure. That's always like, oh, it's okay. Very soft. And then I have two others. They're always around. But I have been told that I have a plethora of other entities, but I have not tapped into them. So that is definitely on my list. And I always just, for me, when I channel, it's just source. It's just so clear that I don't even know it could be different entities. Absolutely. Because I think that there's so much that we don't know or we're shown at the right time. doesn't mean that they're not there. Just maybe it's all about timing or what we're meant to receive at that time. So no, I agree with that completely because I think that there are a lot of entities behind the scenes that we just have no, no idea. Yeah. Yeah. No idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. I've definitely received ancestral energies Mm. from my dad's lineage and my mom's lineage when I've done breath work and stuff. So I guess that would be one of them. Yeah. So I have a question for you regarding ancestors. What to you classifies as an ancestor versus a past loved one? 
I like this. So for me, it would be like when I was saying the lineage and the energy, I don't see them face forward, Mm -hmm. but it's like my mother's line of family. And I'm talking like past 1600s, like keep going on a different realm. And so it's like this energetic level because I remember I was trying to heal unworthiness wounds through my mother's lineage, Mm -hmm. which is mine. I can't see the faces, but it's like this big energy because it's passed down through this energetic DNA. Got it. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's more of like a collective feeling. (laughs) Yes. Absolutely. And then you can always see, like for me, when I talk about ancestral trauma, it's like my mother's, 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 mother's wounding. If you can trace it all back, which I have four generations of unworthiness, that is just in my DNA. When I was in my mother's womb, Mm. I had that Mm -hmm. like that. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 That does make sense. Have you noticed that no matter how hard you try to release attachments, heal traumas, and change your life, you still feel as if you don't belong? There is a reason and a solution for this. Join award-winning actor, comedian, and best-selling author Kyle Cease and learn how to immerse yourself in a new way of being at From Lonely to Free, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. It's one of those things too, where you realize how precise things are on the other side when it comes to choosing which life we're going to go into, choosing which ancestral line we're going to be a part of, Mm -hmm. what we're going to work on in this life. I mean, gosh, there's just a lot that goes into that thinking that brought Marissa to be Marissa today. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And it's hard to explain because it's not tangible Mm -hmm. or for people to understand in this 3D world. But yes, it's definitely this, I chose to be here. Two and a half years ago, I had this awakening of who I really am supposed to be and what I'm supposed to be doing here. And I feel like as a collective, it's just getting louder and louder for people Mm -hmm. in the world we live in. Oh, yeah. So you mentioned that starting today, you're going to announce this new offering. Mm -hmm. So it is called Wisdom from the Ancestors, and it's transformational guidance from the ancestral realm, illuminating messages to bring light to your most optimal timeline. Mm. What I'm learning is I received these messages and you can get all the things through what you would get through a mediumship, but then you can also have this beautiful message for the now to propel you forward to whatever your heart desires. Mm-hmm. And so I have a one session or I've created a three package with Voxer support if people want to dive in as well. So why ancestors for something like that versus guides or angels or whoever else? Or loved ones. Well, it's so funny. I was going to do the other side. And then I was like, I just like the word ancestors because it's really the energetics behind your loved ones. 
in different lives, in parallel lives, in this life, in past lives. It could be your father that passed away or your grandmother, but it has these energies behind it and they know. You've probably heard of Kashuk Records. Yes. yes. <laughs> so it is like the Kashuk Records. I have not been trained in Akashic Records. I do not have this deep desire to go study it, but this is the Akashic Records in my version, pretty much. Got it. Well, I love that you mentioned that about the Akashic Records, because again, I'm the same way where I don't at this time have that desire as well, because I feel like when you're able to tap in, just the practice of mediumship gives you access to the limitless knowledge that's out there, whether it's from that or whether it's something else. So I'm the same. I'm like, you know, the information is coming from somewhere and I trust that it's going to come. If it comes from that or this, it's okay. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was talking to my mentor and she does Akasha Records and she was like, you know, this is the Akasha Records. And I was like, yeah, I know. We all receive differently mm-hmm. and I just want it to be who I am and my modalities. And I grab from shamanism and mediumship and my own spin and different mentors I've had. And I create my own programs or my own modalities from me to give to the world because I think that's more genuine, more authentic. And then I'm living in my integrity, which is what I want to share with the world. Oh, I love that. And so I feel like a lot of that is intuitively driven. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit about intuition and how that looks in your life. What does intuition look like for you? (laughs) Where do I start? I know. I was never the girl that trusted herself as a young child. Even growing up in my younger 20s, I outsourced my power. I would go to everybody else except myself. My life wasn't working for me. And I decided that I needed to get away and just reset. And so I was able to really sit with myself. I actually went to an island for a month. And oh, you literally went. <laughs> and you're like, I'm, I'm going yeah. on an island <laughs> physically. <laughs> yeah. I was having really bad neck and back pain. Mm. I'm a hairstylist. When you live in pain and you suffer so much, you're like, what is this all worth? And so I was like, I'm going to go live out a dream. And so anyways, I went on this island and I sat with myself and I got to listen to my heart and I got to let go of everything else around me and everybody else's opinion. And I just got to show up as my true self. And I started building that trust, that intuition. That's where it really started for me. And then, of course, tapping into this next level of knowing and activating my gifts. And so my intuition is right here all the time. Do I second guess myself sometimes? Absolutely. But I have to remember because the old programming will come back and be sneaky. Yes. (laughs) Who I am and whatever I decide is meant for me. I also get full body goosebumps when it's a full body yes and spirit saying yes, which I feel very lucky that I get that now because it's just boop, 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 boop. And I just get to move really fast. I also work with a spiritual mentor that I can rift things off with as well. And so I get to move even faster. But my intuition is my heart and the truth of who I am and 
trusting and knowing that I'm going to be okay, whatever road I go down, because it's meant for me. So what do you think is on the other side of that intuition for you? Ooh, I think it's all my spirit guides. I think it's God, source. I think it's ancestors. I think it's the quantum fields of aliens and all of the stuff, I think, is what is on the other side. Yeah. Whoever needs to tap in, come on in. So you mentioned you're on this island and you're learning to listen to... Yeah. Marissa and what your intuition feels Mm -hmm. like and everything like that. Mm -hmm. What was it like integrating back into pre-island Marissa's living conditions (laughs) with this ability to listen to yourself and have the same people trying to maybe influence you? What was that like for you to integrate back? The whole experience was life-changing. A little backstory Been single most of my life, fell in love, fell in and out of love a hundred times. I was the girl that dated the hot bad boy over and over again. And my friends are like, oh my gosh, you're killing us. And I just could never understand it. And all I wanted was to find the guy and have the family. Then my next stuff happened. I went to the island. I sat with myself and started building myself back up, my self-worth. And I realized... I don't have to be this victim, scared, not knowing who I am, chameleon for everybody else. When I came back, I decided that I was just going to live differently. I didn't care what that looked like. I think everybody saw a change in me for the better and everybody was super supportive. And then three months later, I met my husband. And then a month later... I was pregnant with my child. I cannot tell you how many men I have dated and (laughs) been with and wanted and then to go and have this experience until I come back to my true self and decide to change, which I know sounds so cliche. It's just that easy. It actually is just that easy. And I pick differently. And it changed my life forever for the better. What a great example. I don't know about you. I'm sure you have. But when I have given psychic readings to people who are like, when am I going to find my love or that relationship? And a lot of the times when I tap in, it's like, well, this has to happen first (laughs) for that to transpire. And a lot of the times that thing that has to happen first Mm -hmm. is something that's going to better you as a person to then make you available, right? Mm-hmm. Or line things up. Yep. Attract that person. Yeah. Yes. Until energetically align. Exactly. So what a great example <laughs> of that. Oh my God. <laughs> right? I have a container around love because mm. I've gone through it and I have been on every dating website known to man and dated so many and learned so much. I know how to get there. But I had to dig deep and find myself and love myself. Mm -hmm. And I think that is the biggest key. And people are like, oh, but I love myself. And I'm like, I don't think you do, sister. We need to do some work around that. And so there's these, like you were saying, these energetic stepping stones that you need to do before you find that person. And I tell this to um, my clients in Compass of Love. You could have that guy and you could marry him and you could have kids with him. But would that be enough for you? You can make the choice. Or do you want to do a little more work so you can get here and meet that guy that you're meant to be with? 
Yeah, 100%. So you've given us some tidbits of some amazing experiences and things that you've gone through so far in your life as it comes to the spiritual aspect. How did you take that and now do the work that you do as far as being this spiritual guide and helping people in the way that you do spiritually? It's been a journey, Laura. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you. <laughs> and I have kicked and screamed. <laughs> <laughs> But I just slowly put myself out there in the beginning of talking with you, ripping the bandaid off and putting it out to my clients and then to social media and then realizing, oh, I can help people. And what does that look like? And then creating a business and offerings. I'm actually going to launch my podcast hopefully next month. How exciting. <laughs> Congratulations. Doing all these stepping stones to get there. And like I said, it has not been easy. And I've wanted to give up so many times. My story I tell to my spiritual mentor is like, I'm going to sell it all. And I'm going to move to Alabama. And I'm going to work at the Piggly Wiggly. And it's going to be fine. <laughs> or at Target or Whole Foods or whatever. And she was like, yeah, you could go do that. Sure. And then you'll be bored in a week and it'll be fine. <laughs> so I think it is a process. I think the only way you can move forward is to ask for help. Mm, yeah. Which was a really hard lesson for me to learn <laughs> and to keep going, even when it feels hard, even when things aren't clicking, even when you're like, oh, wow, I didn't get the clients I wanted in this or whatever it looks like. The stories we tell ourselves to keep going, to keep investing. I couldn't have gotten to where I am in such a short amount of time without my shaman, my spiritual mentor, and the support of my family and friends and even my clients. I'm only working like a day and a half a week at the salon now. And I'm mostly doing spirit business, which is just... I can't even believe it. I feel like the luckiest girl. I feel so good. Yes. (laughs) It's amazing. I'm sure you get it. We are very similar, I feel like. And it is a journey and it is not for the faint of heart. Hmm. And if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. Yeah, it's so true. It's very addicting work, though, I must admit. But you're right. It is hard because you really are putting yourself out there on so many levels. Absolutely. It can be scary. Yes. So Marissa, I was wondering to help wrap up our amazing interview if, okay, so I'm going to ask you to go big. (laughs) So I'm going to ask you if the, I don't even know how to put it, Mm -hmm. but if the ancestral realm Mm -hmm. has a timeless message for the listener for the time that they hear this episode. So it's like a collective message from the ancestral collective. (laughs) Wow. It's so funny you say this because I was running today and I was like, okay, what is the message I need to give to people from the ancestors? (laughs) It's so wild you said this. And it was all about truth. I got this truth serum and to propel you, to move you forward, you have to look inside and be okay with the truth of who you are to trust yourself so that you can move forward, even though it can be scary and you can be wobbly and you might not know in this moment, just keep going and trust the truth. 
That was wonderful. Thank you so much to you, Marissa. Thank you to the Ancestral Realm and everybody else on the other side that contributed to this talk. So I really appreciate you for sharing your truth and your story with us. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you too. And that was another episode of a Guided Life podcast. To connect with me via my socials or for links to my book titled Guided or my card deck called From Your Spirit Guides, please visit my Linktree site at linktr.ee forward slash guided west. Thanks so much for tuning in. And until next time, love and light always. Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on The Angel Tarot Show exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.